What is going down? This is Coach Joe Knows. Hope you're having a wonderful Monday, January 27th, 2020. Youth sports right around the deal. Hope everybody's doing well. We're going to get right into it because there's so much to cover in this podcast. I want to make sure that I try to hit my high points, man. Again, Coach Joe Knows here. Um, with it becoming now, the, the clock is fixing to turn into February. We are going to have youth sports out the yin-yang for boys and girls. You've got soccer. You've got basketball still going strong. you got baseball and softball, flag football. You name it, springtime has got it, especially for those ages about 5 to about 14. It is unbelievable. Um, you know, something that I was thinking about on the way uh, here at the middle school level, we are just finishing up basketball and going into track season. And, um, you know, something that was making me, uh, it was weighing heavy on my heart here is my daughter. She is gonna, she is 10 years old and, and her youth soccer uh, is going to start. And it made me think of a time last year when a buddy of mine called me up and his daughter was seven years old. She was playing in an 8U rec league, okay, at a, at a town just down the road from me. And he came to me and said, you know what, uh, Joe, look, I'm going to coach my daughter this year. We are going to be first place. She's never really played soccer before, but it, it, we are, I have this, I have this, um, this theory on how we're going to win. It's going to be, we're just going to put in rec league. And I was listening to him go after it. And I guess I just started thinking about it today, uh, or a couple days ago, excuse me, because he is not alone. And let me tell you what he was telling me. Again, his daughter, this is his first year, his daughter, a little bit older. You know, a lot of youth sports might start at that five or six. Uh, she was uh, playing at the 8U. And his goal was he was going to sign up and coach the rec league, you know, the lowest rec league soccer, right? They typically just give you the girls. There's no tryouts or anything like that. But his goal was this. You know, they practiced on Saturdays. Or, I mean, sorry. They had games on Saturdays. And his soccer field time was, you know, say a Monday or Tuesday, right? And what he wanted to do was to practice between two and three days a week, all right? For, you know, between an hour and an hour and a half each practice. And I was listening to him as he was doing this, and you would have thought that he found the secret of the, the fountain of youth, or he found El Dorado, the city of gold, because he was convinced that the extra hour and a half or three hours of practice time would translate his daughter from whatever that they were into this first place juggernaut of a 8U soccer team, okay? Now, a lot of you guys can attest, when you're talking to family and when you're talking to, you know, uh, your brothers or your sisters or close friends, and they have an idea in which you 
are an expert at or you know more than they know and what they're talking about and what you know does not add up you know two and two does not equal six but you're listening to it and a lot of times you just let them roll with it right because they're so they're so ambitious they're so excited about it um, and they're ready to rock and roll and you don't have the heart sometimes to look them square in the eye and say bro that ain't gonna work um and to be honest i didn't either because he was not asking for advice which means that i wasn't gonna let it i wasn't gonna if you don't ask for advice i'm not going to inherently just come out there and try to bust your chops okay so that happened and the year went and and i didn't get a chance to watch his daughter's team because my daughter was playing at the same time in a different league Anywho, flash forward a couple months, I see him again. This is in the summertime now. I asked him how his team went, and he was almost at the level of disgust that I even asked. Almost at that level. And, you know, he kind of uh, poo-pooed it a little bit, right? And when I, when I pressed further, he said, Joe, listen, man, I, we won two games. I said, well, okay, well, two games, that's, that's, that's not too bad. He goes, no, we were we were 2-12. And, and I the spur the smirk I had, I guess he could he could tell, right? Because then he asked me why I was laughing. I said, no, I'm not laughing at 2 and 12. Everybody, if you coach, everybody has 2 and 12 years. It's just the way that it goes sometimes. And I asked him, I said, well, I thought you had a, you had this perfect plan. He looked at me and he said, you knew that S wouldn't work. You knew that shit wouldn't work. And I looked at him. I started to laugh. I said, brother, man, I said, look, I don't know anything, but I could have told you that it probably was not going to work the way that that you had it in your head. So the crux of this podcast today is how much to practice and how, according to the expectations of both your players and your parents. And that's something that I want to get to because my buddy had this grand scheme. Again, U sports has been going around for decades, okay? There is nothing new under the sun. People have tried different things, but what we want to get to is what works best for the certain kids and parents that you have. Okay, and this is what everybody has got to got to understand. Now, in his case, it was 8U. Okay, what I'm doing here is we'll talk about, all right, so my daughter is going to be 10U. She plays rec, the lowest rec league soccer that we have in the area. The lowest rec league soccer. And if your parents are paying, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of, say, $75 to $200 one time to play in the, the lowest rec league, okay, and so the parents and the players have various expectations through the various uh, uh, levels of youth sports. And that is so integral 
on how to go about doing practice. All right. If your parents are paying the one-time fee and then the lowest rec league, okay, newsflash to you, you could practice every day and odds are you probably won't finish first in whatever league that you're in. All right. That, that, that's the, the wrong way to look at it, okay? Number one, you are going to upset parents. And I know this is going to sound weird, but parents that only spend that 75 whatever the cost for registration is, whatever that cost is, if they put that down, they might have multiple kids doing multiple sports, all right? They might have nannies or they might have somebody else coming and bringing the kids off or something like that. There might be a reason that you don't know. Okay? And yet, so when they put down that, their expectation is, hey, listen, maybe it is to get the kid involved, maybe it is to get the kid not playing the video games, whatever the case is, but their expectations are usually one night a week. Any more than one night a week, and you're going to start to run the risk of them being resentful of you, even though you're trying to help their son or daughter. Okay? Um, now, Coach Joe, how do I fix that? Can I just let them know ahead of time that we're going to do this? Um, yes and no. Because you run the risk. You could, before the season starts, you could explain to parents what you would like to do. But you have to understand something. You're explaining to them after the money that they drop down. Nobody to your face is going to look you in the face after they've paid the money and say, oh, this is bullshit. I don't want to do this. Or that's playing too much or whatever. Nobody wants to look a coach in the face and say, I don't want my son or daughter to get better. So they're not going to do that. But what's going to happen is you're, they're not going to be at practice. <laughs> they won't be at that second or third practice. They won't happen. And you can just, they will come up with every sort of different thing. And then you're going to a practice with half your girls or half your boys or all your offensive guys and no one defense or your goalie or your pitchers or catchers or whoever that it is. You get frustrated. Kids get frustrated. That practice goes nowhere. So how do you fix it? But you can't. You can let them know ahead of time. But here is what you do: if you got, if you you got a piece of paper or you're jotting notes, listen to this. Write this down. Give homework to the kids. Go if you are on the lowest recreational league, the league that basically says we're going to give you one night a week on our fields. Let's just say because that, to be honest, is what most of them are doing these days. We'll give you, you can pick your time, spade. We'll give you one day a week uh, at your time, right? Um, and, and, and just on a simple side note, if you had a chance, if you get to pick and you're going to practice one day a week, all right, Wednesday at 5.30, most of the time there's a between a, a 5 and a 6 o'clock start time. It doesn't matter if you got baseball, basketball, soccer, flag football. doesn't matter. You want that Wednesday slot. Just write it down. Wednesday, 530. 
Wednesday 5, Wednesday you know, 6, whatever the earliest one that they start. Most first practices go from like 5.30 and then the next one starts like at 7 or something like that. You know, you get 90 minutes or, or maybe you get 2 hours. It's like 5.30 to 7.30, right? Something like that. You want that Wednesday if you're doing one day a week. It's right smack in the middle of the week. Um, Wednesdays usually are a time in which other things aren't going. Everybody wants every other sport and everybody wants to do Mondays. Um, I don't personally like doing Mondays even with my select group because if we've done a tournament on the weekend, they're tired or they're sore or their arms are hurt or whatever the case is. So I don't ever like to do Mondays anyway. But Wednesdays are a great thing. The younger the kid, for that matter, it doesn't matter the age. But you want that first spot. You preferably do not want to have to do baseball or softball at 7.30 to 9 o'clock at night. Parents don't like that time. It's too late. You don't get much done. They've gone through all day of school, right, or all during the summer. And then at 7.30, they, you know, you got, an, at best, you got an hour's worth of sunlight, then the lights are on. It's, um, and as a coach, I would just advise you not, you know, I don't care if you have the time from 7.30 to 9.30, you cut it off at 9, or if you have to do that. So again, practice one day a week. This is again for the rec league, for the low, if you're doing rec, you know, anything rec to where you pay the one time and that's what it is, and you're only doing once a week, you do preferably Wednesday, 5.30. All right, and if your answer to me, if your answer to me, because every parent of every kid, okay, has they always have practices at 5.30, all right? If as a coach, you can't get your butt there in time, then don't coach, all right? Or you set it up with your assistant coach, if he can get there early enough to maybe start practice, because if you're having to drive further and you can get that set up, that's fine, okay? But again, do not make the excuse a lot of coaches do and say, well, I can't have an early practice because I can't get off work. Because these parents that have kids that go to school until 3 o'clock, they can get their butts home, pick up their kids, and take them to practice. Everybody can do it, so you need to also. All right. So, Wednesday, 5.30, practice once a week. Give kids homework. Write it down. Underline it. Star it. Because here's the deal. The younger kids you have, doesn't matter boys or girls, the younger the kids you have, the more prone they're going to go to their parents and they are going to make their parents complete their homework because they know as a coach, you're going to ask them next time you see them, hey, did y'all do your homework? And the kids want to say yes. And if they don't, they are going to throw their parents under the bus. It'll happen one time. It'll happen one stinking time. Time. So, 
as a coach, you need to make sure you will get much more out of it having this regularly one practice a week that you're given, and then instead of trying to enforce a second or third practice, tell them, let, um, let's just take basketball, for instance. You're doing uh, boys or girls basketball, and it's a wreck, and you get your practice the way you want to, doing good. You have a game on Saturday, right, game on Saturday. So you tell that everybody brings their kids at the very end of practice to tell, hey, you did a great job, you know, so-and-so. Most parents around that time will start gathering around to get their kids, okay? You make sure to have your little meeting so the parents can hear. So that way you're telling the parents through the kids, but you don't have to go say it out front, all right? These kids love you sports. You tell them, listen, all right, guys, great practice today. I really like the attitude. I loved how you listened to me. All right, we have a game on Saturday, okay? There's two days, Thursday and Friday. We're not going to have practice, but you do have homework. And for your homework, since you all have basketball, I need you to be able to bounce a ball with each hand 100 times each day. You can just stand up, you stand up, and you do it just one, two, three, four, and you can alternate, okay? Or let's practice passing with your parents, bounce passes, practice, you know, chest passes, or practice your shooting form and your parents can catch the ball. What a, you don't need, a, they don't need a hoop. <laughs> they don't need a hoop. All right. So again, and, and it could be, uh, and in baseball, listen, everybody's got their, 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 their glove, everybody's got their bat. There's so many different homework activities they can do with or without parents that will tremendously help them and in the end help your team not by forcing them to come into multiple practices. Now, that being said, and I'm going to just preface this really briefly because I'm going to keep this podcast uh, short, under 20 minutes, like I always do. Okay, the higher level that you go, the expectation of parents and athletes is more practice, right? So, while the lower rec level one practice is good, if they pay for the next, like for instance, say it's, um, you know, in soccer, they might have like a division three, division four might be rec, they might have a D3, or in baseball, softball, they might have like triple A, right? Where it's a little bit, maybe there's a tryout involved, something like that. Those kinds of leagues, you need to go at least twice, at least twice a week, still giving homework, twice a week homework. Now, if you are at the majors or the truly select, you know, so you're traveling on the weekends, right? You have to be very careful too. What I always did and is what I continue to do is this. For me, and again, you can finagle it the way you need to. But for me, I am practicing Tuesday and I'm practicing Wednesday. And then if I need to, I will have a hitting or a very specialized practice on Friday. But that Friday is usually voluntary. 
I tell them all the front front. And I don't let it, like I say, it's only going to be hitting if it's baseball, softball. We're only going to do hitting. We're only in the cages. It's going to be for an hour. If you're great, come. You don't have to be on the time. You want to come in and get some licks and go? Great. But I want to go Tuesday, Wednesday. If I go multiple practices a week, I always try to go back to back. Because then I'm hitting the kids. We've done something the first day. I'm going to hit it again. Then they're going to start to to do it a little bit better. Okay. So, again, with my highest level kids, that's not an everyday in high school sports. Uh, Personally, I'm going two days back to back. For me, it's Tuesday, Wednesday. If I was doing, you know, it could be Monday, Tuesday. That leaves you open the long rest of the week. Wednesday, Thursday, sure, you could do that. But I like to have that Friday because some kids, can't. there's no way they can do Fridays. Maybe they're at a split home, a blended family, right? They can't do Fridays. Um, so you make that Friday if you can make it great. If not, no worries. But we're going to go Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, that will work out probably the best. That's what I do. Again, as I go lower, I kind of make it that way. I make it, well, listen, if I'm doing like a, like uh, twice a week, but it's not up to the level of uh, of truly select or major baseball or, or full AAU basketball, whatever the case is. And I'm going twice a week. I'm going Tuesday. I'm going Tuesday, Wednesday, and tell them and give them homework on a Thursday or Friday. Right? Um, heck, you can even give them start. You know, we'll talk about this in other ones. You can give them little uh, hit stickers or stickers for if they come in and, and do homework. Right. Oh, hey, hey, I did what you wanted me to. Boom, here's a sticker. You know, you can put it on a bag or a backpack or, you know, make a sheet of paper, whatever the case is. We uh, we have different podcasts talking about that. But, um, you know, going back to my friend and ending this cast, there's nothing new under the sun, ladies and gentlemen. You cannot go to a youth sports and have these, oh, we're going to practice every day and we're going to go this. And my little girls who are in 8U or 10U on the lowest rec league, we're just going to rec shop by practicing every day. They're going to be so good. In fact, I'm going to take this and we're going to go to the next level and we're going to do this. That's not how that starts. First off, again, it, it doesn't work with the parents. It doesn't work with the kids. Um, it's a bad way to do business, and yet coaches do it all the time. Thank you guys so much for sitting down with me, you know, taking me with your podcast. This is Coach Joe Knows. Again, my whole goal is to help you guys become the best youth coaches and mentors you can be to those kids. All the kids love you. They don't care that you don't know anything. They don't care if you know everything. But again, by listening to Coach Joe, I will help you out and we will get through this together. Peace, love, and have great practices. You See you later.